Wow. Hello, everyone. Um, welcome to the podcast. I am I'm Waveland News. Um, yeah. So this is should introduce myself to start. I'm Waveland News. Um, I'm gonna be running this podcast. I'm gonna get a bunch of friends, a bunch of fellow fans on. Uh, the premise of this podcast is going to be. You know, talking about the Cardinals, talking about football in general. You know, some predictions, some stat lines, some interesting facts. Um, and eventually, we'll have some baseball on, too. Um, yeah, that's pretty much the premise. There's so many people who I'm fortunate enough to be with that can, you know be on this podcast with me and take this podcast to a whole nother level. Okay. (laughs) So to start, I want to talk about, I think the playoffs. Um, Cardinals currently have the the number five seed. We lost to the Seahawks in week 18. Rams lost two, but they clinched, which is unfortunate. I'm it really sucks because we have to face the Rams in the playoffs in the first round and then if we're the lowest seed at that point we're gonna have to play the Packers at Lambeau which I'm completely fine with the Cardinals were eight and one on the road um granted we lost to the Lions as our only loss on the road but you know what they say uh, other news, a bunch of coaches got fired today. Matt Nagy's gone. Brian Pace is gone. Mike Zimmer is gone. Brian Flores is gone. Uh, and this is something I did want to talk about. Um, Brian Flores could be a really good coach for the Cardinals. You know, it might not be um, might not be a head coach. I'd be fine with a defensive coach. I'd be fine with him being our linebacker coach. Line back coach. Um, I think he developed really, really well with guys like Tanner Vallejo, Jordan Hicks, um, and especially Isaiah Simmons and, and Zayvon Collins. Zayvon Collins isn't getting reps. Uh, Vance Joseph isn't giving him reps. He's not giving him snaps. And it's quite disappointing to see this All-American kid from Tulsa who's living out his dream to be in the um, NFL. He, he's not getting snaps. I mean, he got a lot of snaps during Week 17. Obviously, not what we wanted. We wanted more, but he's definitely getting snaps. Um, yeah, so I could see Brian Flores as either a defensive coach. I could see him. Shockingly enough, lots of people want him as the head coach and to move Cliff Kingsbury to offensive coach, which I definitely think could be a good idea, considering... Um, Cliff just isn't great at making certain plays. He's good at executing, but he takes a lot of risks, and that's what most offensive coordinators will do. I'm not even sure off the top of my head who our offensive coordinator is, because it seems like Cliff Kingsbury does all the offensive coordinating. Um, it's pretty... 
it's honestly pretty sad to see, though, that Cliff Kingsbury, you know, this kid from wherever, Texas, he played at Texas, uh, he got drafted, he played for the Saints, he played for the Patriots, he played for all these teams, didn't do great, and now he's, you know, now he's coaching a, a big NFL team, and as soon as he, you know, as soon as he has a chance for the playoffs, he blew it. He was 0-3 in playoff contending games. And that's that's what fans aren't liking, is that he's not, he's too stressed, and Kyler Murray is too stressed. Um, Cliff Kingsbury with the Cardinals is 0-5 um, while going into a playoff clinching game. Um, yeah, um, Brian Flores, um, could be a good coach. Cliff is significantly better. Um, what else can we talk about? Uh, Vance Joseph. Oh, Vance Joseph's situation. Obviously, Vance Joseph. Great off our great defensive coordinator. Um, he's he's sticking to what he does best, but he's not. It's it's hard to explain because he's not taking risks. He's not taking the risks needed, you know, as a defensive coordinator. He's not giving people the snaps. He's not. He's just not using his football IQ to the best of his ability, like. Um, that's, it's, yeah, it's hard to explain. Um, but, uh, week 15, or whatever week it was, when we played the Colts, Vance Joseph, no blitzing. Even though the whole, just about the entirety of the NFL fan base knows that Carson Wentz doesn't do good under pressure, and there's stats to prove it. He's not a good quarterback under pressure. I mean, I can't, we can't really, Kyler Murray isn't the best either, but he doesn't lose yardage. He doesn't get sacked much because he's so mobile and he's so, and he's so aggressive with the ball and he can, and he, he doesn't fear, like he grips it, he rips it and he just hopes for a, for a receiver to catch it, whether that be, you know, DeAndre Hopkins, AJ Green, (coughs) AJ Green, (laughs) AJ Green isn't doing great. I don't think the Cardinals are going to re-sign him. I hope the Cardinals don't re-sign him. I hope he walks away off into his wonderland, retires, gets into the Hall of Fame, lives a happy life off the Cardinals. Uh, Christian Kirk, I I really, really, for the love of God, hope Christian Kirk re-signs. Um, he's predicted to get a really good contract in free agency, and I just hope that he stays loyal to the Cardinals, a team that he knows he'll get reps in, and a team he knows that will treat him good. Um, Rondale Moore, the, the young kid, he's got speed, he's got jump, his vertical, what was his vertical? His vertical was like 42.3 or something like that. It was absolutely ridiculous. Um, yeah, it's, all these all these players that that you know Kyler can target 
Oh, it's Zach Ertz. He could target Zach Ertz. He could target Antoine Wesley, who had a killer game against... Who did we play? <laughs> uh, Cowboys? Cowboys. Cowboys? Cowboys. Um... Yeah, he had a really good game against the Cowboys. He had two touchdowns, some good yardage there. But I... I don't see, I just don't see majority of the receivers that we have getting many targets because there's such a wide variety of good receivers and a wide variety of players who can show their stuff. Like, even the running backs we have on this team, Jonathan Ward, probably the catch of the year, that helmet catch against the Cowboys, the most ridiculous catch I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, James Conner can catch. He has three. He has three passing touchdowns this year. Is that what you call it? Three receiving touchdowns this year. Um, Chase Edmonds. He can catch. Uh, we saw that one play where Kyler Murray got out of that situation, threw it to Edmonds, caught it, got the first down, got a little bit more. Um. Oh, fun fact: the Cardinals are the first team in the NFL. To lose six games after starting seven and out, um, you know, I think that was because of all the injuries that have been sustained with this team and all. You know, the COVID situation has derailed our team. JJ Watt torn torn rotator cuff, torn bicep, torn labrum, or whatever it's called. Um, who else got injured? D Hop got injured. He's out right now with. MCL with an MCL sprain. Probably not going to be back until the divisional or the conference if we make it that far. Um, who else has gotten injured? James Conner was on the injured list. I actually tweeted out that, you know, they said he was day to day and they said he was questionable. And he was questionable for three weeks. <laughs> like, I get that Cliff Kingsbury wants to play it slow with these players and that he's such a player-oriented coach. He doesn't really care about the winning and more about the health and safety of his players. But when the game is on the line and you need these games, I would much rather you use a player that is close to 100% in a game that matters rather than using a player when they're 100% in a game that doesn't really matter. Some more stats. Uh, Kyler Murray is the first player in the NFL history to have 70 passing touchdowns and 20 rushing touchdowns in their first three seasons. And this is what makes Kyler Murray such a great quarterback is his mobility and his his agility and his um his eye, his hand-eye, able being able to to find those receivers and to get the ball to those receivers and have the receivers, you know able to catch the ball have the tools that that he has um it's quite astonishing that kyler murray led a team that was three and 13 with mr josh rosen and mr mr steve wilkes now to a playoff uh pretty much super bowl contending team
I'm not saying we're going to win it. I'm not saying we're 100% going to get into the Super Bowl. But, you know, Week 7 is a lot different from Week 17. Week 7, we thought we were in. You know, yeah, we thought we were in. We thought Super Bowl, you know, Super Bowl, Cardinals versus whoever. Actually, I think it would have been the Chiefs. No, because the Chiefs weren't great. I don't know who would have been the number one seed at that time. But, yeah, um, Cardinals versus whoever. And we blew it. And, like I said, it was mainly towards, you know, derailing injuries and everything like that. Oh, cornerbacks. We have such a horrible cornerback situation that I will be so shocked if we don't trade up for Ahmad Gardner in the first round. If we don't trade up for that kid, that kid is ridiculous. Like, it, and throughout all college, he didn't give up a single touchdown. Obviously, NFL is different from college, but, like, if you're looking at that stat, that's ridiculous. The fact that there's a kid who comes out and he hasn't given up a touchdown, and he won't give up a touchdown because he's declaring for the draft, that's a good kid. Like, if you have the skills to, you know, block all these players and not get penalized for it, that's that's a thing that lots of NFL teams are looking for. And But I think the Cardinals are going to be the one to say, hey, this kid is ours. And they're going to trade up, and they're going to get him, and we're going to have a fun time because we don't have good cornerbacks. And that's why we traded up for Wilson last year for Marco Wilson. But unfortunately, he is injured and now we're stuck with uh, yeah malcolm butler malcolm butler was out he retired he had that personal family issue so now this season we were stuck with byron murphy marco wilson and antonio hamilton so then we signed breon borders and what was that other kid's name Kid from Minnesota. Oh, that's going to annoy me. Um, yeah. Free agency. We need, we need, we need, we need to target O-line in free agency. Um, that is our number one priority. That's, that's the thing that's going to, that's going to get us to the top. O-line, run defense. We need run defense. We need quarterbacks. Um, and we need we need receivers. And I don't – and I hate saying that we need receivers because we have some of the best core. But A.J. Green and Christian Kirk and Rondale Moore, they're not going to do it. They're not going to do it for the playoffs. They're not going to do it. A.J. Green has been benched. Because of how bad he's playing this season. And when he's in, he's not good. What else can we talk about? And we need to target O-line. 
I don't know who, what free agents are online this season, but we need, we need, we need, we need someone to replace Josh Jacobs or think, I think it's Josh Jacobs. I think that's his name because that guy out of this world, horrible when it comes to penalties. Um, we need new guys at tackle considering we have Aaron Donald in this division and, you know, Max Garcia when we played the Rams last time, the holding calls, you know, holding calls galore. It was absolutely ridiculous. Um, and we have to use Sean Harlow at left tackle, which is, which is horrible. We need better players. Those are pretty much our only tackles on the roster. What else can we talk about? Cliff Kingsbury. Um, Cliff Kingsbury doesn't... I don't think he has what it takes to be an NFL coach. Um, I think I've said this already. But his uh, offensive coordinator is the best job for him. I don't care what anyone says. I don't care. Oh, he's he's led this to a playoff team. Stop, stop whining. Yes, he's led us to a playoff team. But he's horrible after, you know, the first seven games or so. He makes ridiculous play calls. When we're on the goal line, like when we're third and one, and we have a man as bulky and as as ridiculously strong as James Conner to the point where we could just push the guys down, get in for a touchdown, boom, bada, bang. We're all good here. And we don't use him. James Conner could be... James Conner could be the number one running back in the NFL if Cliff Kingsbury gave him more plays. Towards the beginning of the season, it was all James Conner. It was the James Conner show starring the Arizona, or with special guests, Arizona Cardinals. But now it's, you know, the failing at third and one plays starring Cliff Kingsbury. It's, it's a travesty that the Cardinals can't get their act together Cliff Kingsbury, third and short, you know, he's he's going Hail Mary, it seems like. He just doesn't he doesn't think about the plays that he's doing, and he doesn't think about, you know, the possibility for it to fail. Especially like against the Seahawks with some key guys out. We didn't run the ball. One of the most mediocre defenses in the league. And we didn't run the ball. And that, that just disappoints me. Also, first Monday night NFL uh, playoff game in NFL history. Uh, Cardinals-Rams. Just saying, we're horrible on Monday night. We're horrible in big primetime games. You know, obviously the whole playoffs is primetime, but like when you're the only game that day and that's what everyone's, 
that's what everyone's going to be watching and you have to you have to put all that pressure aside that's tough that's going to be tough for the cardinals considering we're one and two this season on primetime with our only win being against the cowboys we've lost to the rams and we've lost to the packers granted they're better than the cowboys but that just goes to show that the cardinals need some help we everyone Seems like they, you know, get choked up like you're presenting a play in first grade that you didn't that you, you know, that you didn't practice for. Um, and that's that's just the sad reality that the Cardinals need to get better on prime time. What else has happened? Ooh, I wanna I wanna talk about Tay Gowen. Uh the guy who the Cardinals traded for for Zach Ertz. It was Zach Ertz for Tay Gowen and a fifth rounder. Tay Gowen was our, our sixth round pick. Cornerback. Um the Cardinals it just traded him away. Obviously he didn't get any reps in um he didn't get any reps with the Cardinals. Because we were stacked at cornerback at that point. Um, so then, you know, oh boy, he's going to the Eagles, he's getting reps finally, the fan favorite, you know, we get to see him, we get to see him live up to his potential, and the Eagles don't even give him reps. He got a few reps, uh, this weekend, versus whoever they played, week 18. That's about all he's gotten all season. He's had some really nice plays, though. Like, he... He's done really good as a cornerback in the NFL when at the times when, you know, they say, hey, get in there, show us what you got. He's 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 living up to his sixth round potential. You know, he's a really he's good for a sixth round pick. Oh, I couldn't forget Robert Alford, but He's injured. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Another Cardinals cornerback on the on the injured list. Oh, I just want to take a sec to, you know, appreciate Zach Allen. This 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 kid is saving the Cardinals defense. Like he, you know, he had that touchdown week 18. He's had he's he's a sack machine. He had a, he actually had a pick six this season. I'm pretty sure. I might be dumb, but I'm pretty sure he had no. It was really close to a pick six. But yeah, Zach Allen has been almost the savior for this Cardinals defense that Chan, that Chandler Jones and Marcus Golden were expected to carry. And Zach Allen, you know, the kid in tw- from 2019, the kid that we drafted in 2019 in the th- third round, living up to his potential. Um, Chase Edmonds, I'm very sad that he's, that he's been out. You know, he just got back. He just got back from the injured list with his ankle injury. And, you know, he gets injured again. I think that's going to raise a lot of questions as, you know, 
you know, the Cardinals move on with the running back game, that, oh boy, you know, this kid who is really good is very injury prone, just like, you know, Christian McCaffrey. Obviously, Christian McCaffrey is significantly more injury prone, but Chase Edmonds is still injury prone. Um, And it sucks to say because Chase Edmonds is really good and I really want to see him play more. Um, Jordan Phillips, he's meh. He's kind of like Josh Jacobs. He gets a lot of he gets a lot of penalties. Um, but when he doesn't, when he doesn't, you know, hog up all the penalty space, he's a pretty he's a pretty good defensive lineman. It sucks that we've had so many players that are injured. What I'm happy about, J.J. Watt is probably coming back for the wildcard game. It's going to be so much fun to see that man on the field again. Uh, after we paid him, you know, what? God knows how much money, like $16 million a year. You know, and he got he got half that salary being on the injured reserve. It's going to be fun to see him play. It's going to be fun to see him finally thrive in the playoffs because obviously the Texans weren't giving him that. Um. J.J. Watt deserves a ring. He's one of the best defensive players of all time. He deserves that ring before he retires. <sighs> oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Well, who else can I talk about? There's, There's so much for me to talk about that I don't know what to talk about. Um, Antonio Brown, uh, probably the final subject of the podcast, but Antonio Brown, what is that man doing? Uh, he had a good, really good quarterback and he kind of washed all of that away because of you know his silly little his silly little thing with that if you haven't seen it um he he got hooked up with some girl and he said watch what i'm gonna do tomorrow or something like that i'll i'll try and get some information for you guys and like put it somewhere so so that people can see it but he predicted his own fate pretty much he he said yo I'm going to do this tomorrow, and you better be watching. Um, I hope you're impressed. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, Calvin Beecham. He's... I I think he's going to win Walter, Walter Payne Man of the Year. We haven't had a Walter Payne Man of the Year since Fitz. Fitz 100% deserved it. There's no doubt about it. Um, but Calvin Beecham has done so much for the community of Arizona that he deserves it. Um, he's given, he's volunteered, he's given, he's given meals to homeless people, homeless children. He deserves that. Um, not, and I think everyone, or a majority of Cardinals fans, at least, agree Oh, one last thing before I end this off. Um, you know, quarterbacks. We have we have Kyler Murray, 
we have Colt McCoy, and we have Trace McSorley, but who's QB4? It's, if we had to designate a player for QB4, I am stuck between um, Chris Banjo and Christian Kirk. That'd be great if they actually put QB4 as one of those two on the on the roster. That'd be that'd be so funny. Uh yeah, I think that's going to be all for the podcast. Um obviously this isn't the best podcast. Um at least in terms of formatting, throwing things out, stuttering a lot, but it'll it'll get better. This is the first episode. It'll get better. I'll work on. I'll work on a lot of stuff. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for tuning in to the first podcast. Let the bird fly. <laughs> Hope to see you guys soon. Peace.